Welcome to the Weird Internet Podcast. Jarrell, I bet you regret asking me to do the intro, huh? Yeah, just a little bit, but you know, keep it going, keep it going. Alright, alright. Well, we are your friendly internet explorers here to document and discuss the internet's most fascinating events and communities. I am your host, co-host, but for this, I'm doing the intro, so I, I, I fucking run the show this time, alright? I'm your host, Tondro, joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jarrell and Chris. What's poppin', boys? Hello. 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 Now, I know, I know we did previously discuss horse costumes, and we've also discussed furries, and we've also discussed FetLife, which, you know, bestiality is definitely part of that. Uh, and so, I guess kind of continuing along those lines, we're going to be talking more about horses, specifically My Little Pony. Are we psyched? As psyched yeah. as I'll ever be. <laughs> Alright, well, it is going to be a good one, so strap in, boys. And no, I'm not talking about Into the Horse no. costume, I'm talking metaphorically this time. Save that for Halloween. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> and when I say I can't wait, I mean I can't wait for Halloween. Um, uh, you know, just full transparency, of course. And when I mean transparency, go. I mean the horse costume is not transparent. But we'll get into that later. Well, yeah, that would ruin the magic, dude. That would ruin the magic. And plus, you definitely don't want to see what's going on under that costume. Yeah, and speaking of magic, uh, this specific community we're looking at is the My Little Pony friendship is magic. Um, but... Before we even get any anywhere that deep, uh, let's just dive right in and and kind of just give a quick overview of My Little Pony because there's actually a lot of My Little Pony series, but Bronies only came about um, in a later version of of the series. Uh, so, just take a guess, Chris. Uh, I know I know mm-hmm. you're you're a little bit familiar with the My Little Pony series. Um, yeah, and. Uh, could can you guess how many generations of My Little Pony, uh, like TV shows there are? Just just a guess, and toy launches. Um, you know I've only watched I, I, I I've only my I have a friend who's only watched the uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic series, which you know is the most notable. Um, but I know it goes back. I I don't know like two or three generations. What are what are we looking at? So actually. And and with Netflix releasing uh, a a generation five of My Little oh Pony, um, oh god, you've guessed it. There are five full generations of My Little Pony since 1982. Woo. That Whoa. is right. Yes. So My Pretty Pony toy line launched uh, by Hasbro in 1981. So it wasn't My Little Pony yet. It was My Pretty Pony. So you can kind of you can kind of see they were, they were sticking with the alliterations here, but the first My Little Pony toys when they first used that name was in 1982, and that's when they that's when they call you know it the Generation One per se, and and this one was where they included like uh, all the fancy colors and stuff, uh, these things called cutie marks, which we'll dive into later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cutie marks, I think, Hondro, you have a, a good analogy for this. If if just for listeners' imagination, could you tell them what a cutie mark is? Yeah, I was thinking of it kind of like a, like a tramp stamp, but like more innocent. Like, but for kids though, and yeah. also for horses apparently. So. Yeah, innocent tramp stamp. That's that's why, 
Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, so a cutie mark is like this like special emblem or something that represents that pony, and it happens to be like on their butt somewhere. So um, it's a brand. On their haunches. You know. Yeah, it's a brand. A branding. Yeah, they got branded. That, it, it, yeah. Isn't that kind of violent? No, no, that's why they call it cutie marks. You would never yeah, be it's able. It's more kinky. It's more kinky yeah. than violent. So it's more. It's like a little bit more like fun. And like, like, a, like a like like a tramp stamp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. See, exactly. it's exactly <laughs> like a wholesome, fun tramp stamp for ponies. Got it, got it. And so, yeah, right. so in Generation 1, that's actually when they first introduced it. Um, and it was kind of like, like I said, em- emblematic, and it represented their their, their kind of uh, personalities. And so, actually, in that same year, 1982, that's when they released the first animated movies and series. So if you're familiar with the uh, My Little Pony uh, song, like the, you know, I'll play it right now in cut, but that's when. You pay, <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna cut to me. Sorry, no, no, that oh, was my yeah, miscommunication. Yeah. Um, I'll play it. Yeah. I'll play it now. I'll play it now. My little pony, my little pony, all in a twinkling spring is here. Proceed. Oh, okay, there we go. Okay, perfect. You pay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me. Okay, no, just, just, just yeah, go. Yeah. On, just go. Yeah, on. Yeah. It's all good. So, so but anyway. Moments ruined, moments ruined. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so, so that's actually when they first introduced that, and that's when they did all of that, uh, the animations and stuff. And so that's why they consider the 1982 version and not My Pretty Pony as, like, Generation 1, because that's when they had the first launch of the show. And so later on in 1997, that's when they released Generation 2. They made some minor toy changes, whatnot. Wholly unsuccessful, but, hey, they trudged along, they kept the IP, and they kept moving on. And then in 2003, six years later... Uh, they released another one. Uh, this is Generation 3. Uh, and yeah, more or less the same. Same kind of shtick. Uh, and I mean, for the most part, that's Hasbro's kind of thing. Barbie dolls and everything else. Uh, and then finally, in 2003, that's when they had... Um, or sorry, 2009. Mixing up these dates here. That's when they released Generation 3.5, right? And so this is when they were getting a little testy. They, they, they tried a different animation style, um, and they also tried um, to make like the toy lines a little bit different and a bit more like cartoonish. Because if, if any of you guys look up My Little Pony from before that, uh, they looked a lot more like horses and ponies um, and a lot less like Western cartoon anime. <laughs> and so... <laughs> In, in Generation Three and a Half, which was in 2009, that's kind of when the whole the whole spiel of of uh, kind of Cartoon Network stuff became more and more kind of the standard for for the toy line animations and, and, and whatnot. And so yeah, so then in 2010, which is the main one we're going to be talking about today, uh, Generation Four, this one was My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic, and so this was the television series that we all know today. Uh, it lasted nine whole seasons, ending in 2019. Uh, there's like six mainline ponies who like fight evil in the land of Equestria. So take that as you will. You know, Equestria being like Equestrian, which kind of like means you're a horse rider. Yeah, you get the whole oh, shindig. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just just me dropping some knowledge bombs, you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, so uh, in contrast though to the, to the kind of the past generations, uh, this one had like an unintended audience of old dudes, like 20 and 30 year old men. <laughs> like no cap. Like these people are straight up like would cosplay as 
these individuals, like like these characters. Uh, I I don't I don't. Could, could you enlighten me, Hondro, what the names of these characters are? It's like Applejack, uh, Rainbow Dash. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. No, I I, I, I got him. I got him. I got him. Oh, oh, oh you got him. Okay. All right. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So uh, first, of course, you got Twilight Sparkle. Okay. Um, okay. You know, that's a that's a critical one. You know, I think. If I remember correctly, the TV show is kind of like loosely from her perspective. Really? Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fluttershy. She she real she real uh shy, you know. Oh, I couldn't um, tell from her name, but good. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. You got Pinkie Pie, who's uh she's a little weaker in the brain department, but you know, <laughs> it's all good fun. Um yeah, Princess Celestia, real regal, um, kind of in a league of her own in this in this show. We'll see. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Applejack. Applejack just kind of, you know, she's just kind of fun. Uh, you got Rarity. Rarity, I'd say she she's just kind of like, um, you know, there's there's I, I'm trying to be as polite as possible, but she's kind of like, you know, she's uh, she's kind of a bitch. Like that. I, that's the only word I can really find. Like that's you know that, she's, that's pretty on brand. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's 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 real uppity. You know, she's she's uh she's high class. Oh, you got okay. Rainbow Dash, um, who you know goes around does all sorts of rambunctious things, and th- those are those are like the main ones. There's there's obviously different character like other characters too, but that that covers like the the main ones. Interesting. Okay. Well, Chris, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you had that knowledge off the top of your head. That's that's awesome. no, it's, it's my friend, you know. Oh yeah, of course. Your friend mm. uh, uh, Chris yeah, yeah. Yamamoto, Which, of course. Chris. Yeah, try, chiming, yeah. chiming in for a friend. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So Chris in a Uniqlo turtleneck. There we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh, sponsor us, please, Uniqlo. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So uh, th- those are the, the so those those are the six main kind of characters of the show. Uh, you'd find a lot of these individuals kind of cosplaying as them. They even have these conventions and whatnot. Before we even but before we even dive into those communities, um, they have a name. And I think, Hondra, this is a perfect segue to just explain what what's going on here. Uh, yeah. Take it away. Yeah, so that, that'll that kind of transition into the uh, the land of the bronies. Yeah. And I'm sure that we're all familiar with uh, the term, the community, either from, you know, just secondhand talk like me and Jarrell or from, like, you know, years of, of participating in the community itself. Chris is friend. So, you know, there, <laughs> we have a... Varying degrees of knowledge about bronies, but for everyone who's kind of unfamiliar, um, bronies are kind of this unintended audience for My Little Pony. And what's kind of interesting is that this this community has become so prominent that the show's creators and the actual like voice actors and actresses have acknowledged the term and the demographic. So, which is kind of interesting, like, Imagine you create this thing that's supposed to be for children, and now you have to come to terms with the fact that, like, sweaty middle-aged dudes, maybe not middle-aged, but we're talking, like, millennials, right, are embracing your community to the extent where they're getting hand-sewn, brony, like, Twilight Sparkle costumes and wearing it to conventions. And I think I remember seeing this video of, like, someone cosplaying as Applejack and, like, going around to, like, little kids at parks and just, like, shaking their hands and, like having fun did he not have in, like, like a southern, way did he have the southern accent that applejack <sighs> has the, there was no audio oh, in those clips oh, that i saw probably a good reason why 
Yeah. Yeah, it's probably the voice is probably a little too deep, a little off. But <laughs> the you know kids what? are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> well, howdy there. My name's Applejack. You sound different than in the show, Applejack. Shut up. So okay, what, what hairy thing, arms you have? <laughs> oh, oh, dude, no, they're covered by the fursuit. They all oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I, I don't it's know what good. this it's looks. Oh, okay, sorry. No, no, no. So I've seen, so I've, so I've seen for pictures and stuff. Of course, of course. Okay, but it's important to note that Brony refers to the male My Little Pony fans. Uh, there, there may be you know millennial or adult female fans, and those fans are referred to as Pegasisters. Oh, shoot. So there's actually, like, a woman version of this? Yeah, dude. I mean, you Interesting. Know, yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't know they, like, named... I, I didn't know they, like, named themselves something, you know what I mean? Like, I, it, it, didn't, it didn't occur to me that they'd come up with their own, like, fandom name. Um, yeah, I have, a, I have a hunch that it's kind of like... You know how, like, the gaming community is, like, largely male-dominated for most games? And so, like, the, the there's, like, gamers and there's gamer girls. I have a feeling that, like, bronies were like, oh, God, these, like... Ladies are entrenching on our on our territory, dude. Like we don't want them associating with us, My Little Pony. They can be Pegasisters. Like we're bronies. Fuck, fuck them. No, they can be Pegasisters of their own group. Like we don't want them infiltrating our prestigious group of. I don't even know basement. Basement I, 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 I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because you know, I personally now know some enthusiasts of my little pony and you know there's a lot of them are normal people but we're not talking about those people we're talking about straight on like full-on bronies like hardcore into the community so there's there's a distinction to be made there all right, all right. moving along so the community reflects the show's themes of friendship and tolerance so i guess that kind of that kind of debunks my theory there because i i guess this is this is all about you know having everyone in there having a good time and it's kind of interesting to understand like the basis of like from which all of these grown men come together is to like appreciate the morals and like lessons of a children's show um i don't really know what that says about like the state of parenting (laughs) oh that got deep i was not expecting Uh, that that's that's what we call a statement yeah i don't know i mean wh- what do y'all think what are your impressions on that well i mean i think for context for listeners like this whole thing was originally ironic like on 4chan i think we've mentioned 4chan a few times in our past episodes but bronies the people that consume it were kind of just like going around 4chan and some people were trying to make fun of MLP, which is, by the way, what we're going to be calling it for the rest of this uh, episode, MLP, My Little Pony. Um, they're making fun of MLP, and people accidentally, ironically, ended up really liking the show. And yeah, it just goes to show that the origins kind of match up similarly to what you were saying, Hondro. They were probably a little bit in need of some affection and a way to understand uh, that friendship is truly magic and magical. Kind of like our friendship, Chris. It's very magical. Mm. It's so magical. I One might say it. too magical, actually. We might have to tone down the magic just a little bit. Just a At little least bit, in front yeah. of people, you know. Wait, so by magic, are we talking like actual magic? Or are we talking like, are we talking like nasty stuff? 
I'm no, 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 Chris. I'm saying it's magical. Yeah, magical. Chris, right. Chris, Chris is a practitioner of the magic arts. Uh, he's actually a wizard. Um, he's yeah, also known as Harry. No, no, I know what you're. I've seen Dumbledore's wand. I've seen his wand, dude. No, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. It all makes sense now. Yes, 100%. Chris is a wizard, and he can fly, but only, <laughs> only when he's eating mushrooms. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, that being said, yes, Hondro, I think there is something to be stated about the quality of children's shows. Uh, the fact of the matter is that it took some woman by the name of Lauren Faust, I think I'm saying her name correctly, Lauren Faust, uh, to not only create My Little Pony, but she is also known for creating the Powerpuff Girls. So No way, Yes, dude. that is correct. The creator of this show was the same creator as the Powerpuff Girls, which also garnered a similar male audience, if you guys didn't know that. And which, so, is, which arguably might be weirder because in the Powerpuff Girls, those are actual like people, like actual small girls, which is like, okay, horses is one thing, you know? <laughs> horses is fine you know jrh mbr we all kind of know the situation there um, yeah but like I, I don't know we're not here to talk about the powerpuff girls we're here to talk about ponies so real quick okay just to just to put a bow on like the bronies like the context around bronies so like i mentioned themes of friendship and tolerance then there's also like some hints of adult humor and jokes and stuff like that more than you might expect from a children's show. More than you might expect from, like, well, I'd say a lot of children's shows back in our day. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Like, How old are you, Kondro? Kinda... Aren't you, like, aren't you a boomer now? Aren't you a boomer? I guess I am, dude. Yeah, I used I guess to watch, I, I like, like, Ren and Stimpy and <laughs> classic Mickey, you know, Mickey Mouse steam. Classic Mickey, boat. dude. I don't know. Courage. Courage, the cowardly dog. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But like a lot of those shows back in the, in that time had more adult references than you than you'd think from children's shows, um, and so this kind of sparked a lot of either wholesome interactions on the internet or not so wholesome interactions. Um, famously, Brony content actually got banned from Slash B, which kind of speaks volumes to. I mean, that, I mean Slash B is is 4chan, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like if you get if something's getting banned from 4chan, like there's certain like racist, like bigoted stuff, like anti-Semitic stuff that isn't getting taken off of like 4chan. And no, I'm not saying that bronies are worse than you know those types of people, but I'm just kind of putting, I'm framing it, I'm putting it in perspective, um, trying to be divisive for the content. Okay, I'm gonna be. <laughs> Just for the content, not your real life opinion, but just devices. No, no, yeah, of course. I'm I'm playing a character here. I'm playing a character, man. This isn't even my real voice. So you know, (laughs) right? And then, and then there's also like brony conventions, and that's a whole thing. And you know, that's pretty much what you'd expect. Similar to like conferences with the furries, Uh, and this kind of peaked in 2012, which is understandable. That's like the peak of the of friendship is magic when that was in like full swing. And yeah, so that that's kind of like everything you you need and or want to know. Probably way more than you'd want to know about bronies. Absolutely. That being said, Hondro, um, I do have a couple questions about 
brony conventions. Uh, uh, late on, late on, Chris. <laughs> late on, Chris. Not you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, uh, so, he, so he needs a break. He needs a break. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> I'll tap in. I'll ta- I've tapped in. You know, you, you said conferences, uh, Hondro. Do you do you think yeah. uh, do you think that Bronies would also show up to these conferences? Because like oh, you know, like Bronies, like they're they're fans of they're fans of the My Little Pony show, but they're not furries per se, right? Like they'll cosplay as their favorite, you know, pony, but right, it, it's not their persona. So like that's we can't really lump them up in the same group, can we? That's a good question, Jarrell. You know, I think this might involve some undercover work, and I'm really glad that you volunteered for this because I'm curious <laughs> to learn this myself. And so, yeah, we're gonna figure out where the next conference is. I already have a seamstress lined up, so we can get you that that Applejack costume. I'm actually not sure who's your uh, who's your horse of preference. Well, uh, you know, I'm the back half of Chris's horse oh. costume normally, so he hey. usually decides. Um, he usually, yeah, Chris usually is the one that. Oh, he wears decide. the head in this relationship. Okay. Uh, no, he's he's the yeah yeah we can we can say that for sure. Because like this is like different than our Sagittarius costume because it's not a centaur. This is like a legit horse. So hmm. yeah, Chris, I'll I'll let you I'll let you decide, um, Chris, what you want. So. Yeah, my preference yeah, is Rainbow Dash, but like, hey, dude, if you're Applejack, dude, I'm totally down. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know what, Rainbow Dash. See, the thing is, you know, Rainbow Dash is a pretty, you know, it's uh, it's it's an overplayed, uh, mm. not a persona, but you you know what I mean. Like when you go to a Brony convention, you'll see a shit ton of Rainbow Dashes always. Really? Um, Wait, yeah, why? Yeah, is it is yeah. it because it's the easiest one to dress up as, or? No, nah, Rainbow Dash just has a personality that's uh, really, uh, it just appeals to a lot of people, I guess. Also, you know, Rainbow Dash's tail and mane is rainbow, and I think that gets a lot of people going, too. Interesting. Okay. Oh, it's like an LGBTQ type of, like, uh, yeah. you know. Exactly, tracks, exactly. Tracks that audience. Yeah, no, I feel you. Exactly. Um, but a lot of people will think they're cute and be Pinkie Pie. And it really just materializes as them being just really fucking annoying. Um, just Chris, like, I feel like you have some very <laughs> pent up feelings about this. Uh, no, no, it's because I, I watched I, I watched these like videos of you know the can uh, what was the convention? Wait, what were the conventions? Right, like yeah. the Brony conventions. Yeah, conventions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know a lot of people on the internet make fun of these people. Um, and so, like, I watch these videos, and every single person dressed up as Pinkie Pie will just act like a fucking idiot just because they think it's cute. It's not <laughs> fucking cute. It's annoying. It's annoying as all hell. Isn't, that, isn't that, Cutie that, Pie the one with, like, the super high-pitched voice? Like, yeah, like that? Like, they'll, they'll try to, like, yeah. talk like her and saying, like, some stupid shit. Like, like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not Pinkie Pie. You're 27 years old like go home and like go work or something dude i'm just imagining like the disney conventions but all mickeys what are you doing here mickey oh i'm doing very well mickey <laughs> yes you know like you know that episode of spongebob where it's like opposite day and then like all the all the like spongebob patrick and gary all dress up as squidward it's like I'm Squidward, he's Squidward, Squidward. we're all Squidward. Squidward. Oh, <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> Where oh, Pinkie Pie. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to stop you right there, Hondro. All right. Because I have a very, very important question to ask both of you. Mm-hmm. How, might I ask, does Friendship is Magic create these extremely dedicated fans of all backgrounds online and real life? And I say that of all backgrounds because if you look at all of them, they're very diverse and they come from very different age groups and whatnot. And in yeah, fact, they're, they're all white, though. They're all white. Ooh, wow, that's a hot take. I don't see race. I only see colors of horses. Dude, I only see <laughs> rainbow, dude. I only see rainbow dash. Okay. But regardless, why? Why do you why do you guys are how how does friendship is magic? How does how does this show get all these dedicated fans? And, you know, if they all happen to be white, so be it. But how what do you guys think? Because I know, Hondra, you mentioned a little bit of like the the whole themes the whole wholesomeness is really what brings them in but like what what is like what else do you think it is i think it boils down to well i can't know for sure i am personally not a huge fan of the show i don't i mean i i would rather watch uh, the b movie assortment of oh, other okay, sorry, well i mean sorry. that goes without saying okay yeah. uh, i'd rather watch the b movie over most other things but uh, only the whisper tribute but no i think i think the <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but I think the compelling characters is a big driver behind, like, why people enjoy. Because when you think of, like, like like you mentioned, Chris, like, a lot of people end up identifying with certain characters. And I think that kind of invests you more into the show. And so you don't, you don't think of this show as, like, you know, just a bunch of horses dicking around in Equestria. You think of it as, like, oh, like, I wonder what Applejack's going to do this episode. And you kind of, like, you kind of frame it differently and... With, with any other thing, like, you get emotionally invested, and I think that's what really draws a lot of the more fervent fans to the show. Interesting. Okay. How about you, Chris? What, what do you... I know, I know you said that some of those things are annoying and whatnot, but there has to be something that prompts these people to want to channel their inner cutie pie or their inner rainbow dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that it really just comes down to the community because I will give this to the Brony community. Um, you know, it, it's all love in the sense that they're not really judgmental people. I, I mean, what do you fucking expect? You expect these people to be judging you? Like, <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, it's a very like welcoming and inviting community. Um, and like, I, de- I, I know Bronies, right. And they'll, they'll tell me that like, they'll, a lot of these people are people that feel like they don't really fit in 100% with, you know, just, I guess, other community or just like just mainstream society, you could even say. Yeah. But they take solace in this shared community of this show that's really, you know, very wholesome. And, and you know, the whole show is about how, like, these uh, ponies cherish their friendship, even though they're all very different characters they all kind of contribute their own, uh, you know, uh, personalities and to make a wonderful, harmonious friendship. And so I see the appeal. And I think the appeal comes mainly from the fact that there are other people that, that, um, that like the show and are, you know, with open arms will invite anyone to be like, you know, their friend and be close and, and all that fun stuff, you know. I, I think I think that's the appeal, the community. Interesting. Okay, that that's a wonderful answer, Chris. Uh, I guess there's a level of tolerance, right? 
that not no actually further than just tolerance there's a there's a type of a full acceptance of like yep. people who are fans and it doesn't matter who you are but you like the same stuff as they do and therefore you are part of their community um because it's very niche right like it, like to find someone that's super into this and happens to be your age right is like a very yeah. like unusual thing um really yes. definition of, of of a weird internet community if you ask me uh, yes but one thing though that i'm i'm a little curious to hear from both you hondro and chris uh, yes sir <laughs> Uh, what, what, like what cartoons in the 2010s, like, uh, when this, this show is peaking, what cartoons were you guys watching? I know this was like middle school ish area, but I know from a couple, like a writer, for example, uh, Michael, he, he watched like Gravity Falls. Uh, I know like, you know, shows like that as well as like, I know for on our end of things, like I watched Phineas and Ferb during that age time. Uh, but there wasn't, there was like not very many other like shows that were driven by plot and by, I guess, a diverse set of um, intricate storylines, uh, if you might. Anyway, I wouldn't go that far. You know? oh, like, see, it's, see, it's, see. It's, okay, okay. No, no, no. Like, it's not that's why that it, intricate. <laughs> enlighten me, enlighten me, Chris. See, this, this is what I wanted to hear. I, I mean, yeah, no, it's just the same as any other TV show, except it's just really, like, cutesy. I, uh, like, it's not that special. I, I really don't think this show is all that special. I think that this show just happened to become, like, part of that culture just because, you know, like you were saying, the foundation of it was, like, in an internet community, and it was, like, kind of trolly in the beginning, but then people, like, actually, you know, like, seized on it as, like, a like a platform off of which they could build, like, a community. I don't think the show itself is inherently, like, that special. In fact, I, I think it's it's kind of stupid, but hey, that's just my Wonderful. opinion. Yeah, I was fishing so, for that answer, Chris. I'm sorry, that was a bait. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, and I think that I agree with you in that the show is actually really special. And I was wondering, like, as someone whose sense of morality and uh, uh, overall personality was shaped by My Little Pony, I was wondering if you could kind of shed some light on the themes that you took away from the show that kind of helped shape you and your overall being <laughs> essence as a human. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did you uh, hear him correctly? On <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, I think he hmm? meant to ask about my friend. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll speak from, um, from his experience. I think that okay look man like if, if you're if you're taking lessons on friendship from this show then clearly you have problems because if you're like anywhere from like the age of 15 to like 30 and you don't know that being nice to other people being tolerant equals good friendship like I, i'm sorry like you got issues beyond like being a brony um what i will say is that it it wraps up these very child-oriented lessons on friendship and tolerance in a cutesy package that has you know very varied characters that's all that's like that's i'm not going to give the show any credit that it doesn't deserve <laughs> okay, okay okay so basically what you're telling me chris is that uh -huh. friendship is truly magic it's just not that complicated yes. that's, that's just what it is you know? I mean, people ascribe way more meaning to the, like when i say people i mean bronies bronies ascribe way more meaning to this show than i think it deserves like you know, like you see friendships in every 
children's television show, I, I would say. And if you really tried to analyze every show to look at the lessons of friendship, then you definitely could. It just so happened that this one in particular was chosen because of its, uh, like, like you said, its roots. Okay. Okay. Hot takes, Chris. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Andro, you, uh, you were about to dive into something other <sighs> spicy or not A tirade. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll leave it. At, I've seen, I've seen more intricate. I've, I've taken away more from like certain porn that I have from like, <laughs> so that should, that kind of speaks volumes to like the level of sophistication we're talking about here. listen 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 i think it's like a it's a nice wholesome it's a nice wholesome show and if you if you enjoy it you enjoy it but at the same time like it's supposed to be it's entertainment and it's supposed to be for kids a lot of the stuff that we enjoy are supposed to be for kids so fair enough you know what enjoy what you enjoy um you know i'll watch i'll watch my porn i'll i'll, I'll get a whole lot out of it and you can watch MLP and you can get nothing out of it. And I'm just saying, like, maybe you should be switching up your, your content consumption to get more out of what you need. And that will definitely flow very well into our next episode. So I'm just kind of like planting the seeds. Just planting the seeds. Oh, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to, like, dive into, like, you know, the weird, like, the, the fan art stuff when you mentioned that. Um. Oh, I mean, are we going to talk about furries again? Because I feel like that kind of... I know furries. That kind of bleeds into. <laughs> yeah, I know furries definitely was a was definitely had a a similar parallel to to this. But dude, My Little Pony fan art was a huge, huge thing on the internet from that time period. Like it was everywhere. I don't know if you guys remembered, but like that's the biggest reason it got banned from like Slash B or uh, 4chan was because of that fan art. <laughs> oh, like. They were spamming that fan art everywhere, and that's like the stuff I remember on Deviant Art as well. Is like, because that was around the same time that I was frequenting those areas for you know my my past life as a typesetter. That's right. That's right, Chris. I was right. a weeb. All right. Don't judge me. Don't judge me trying to understand your culture, Chris. Okay. <laughs> uh, regardless, Yo, Chris is Taiwanese. What the fuck, Terrell? Wait, Yamamoto is Taiwanese, Chris? I didn't Yo, know that. What the. <laughs> Yeah, this fucking dude out here thinking I, I'm an anime boy just because I'm uh, Asian. I'm unbelievable. Not cool, oh, right? not because not you're cool. Japanese. I completely sorry. Completely wrong assumption. My mistake. Wow, big assumption. Um. Okay, so I gotta go from making like anime jokes to completely just about bubble tea. Okay, I got got it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say though. Uh, Regardless, there is that aspect I think there that I think we're just gonna briefly mention um, about kind of MLP's fan art stuff because I think that was also initially what caught the attention of um, like the studio, like the people who the people who made the the My Little Pony stuff was like not only was there a lot of wholesome stuff, but there were a lot of also whole some some stuff. Um, Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Not cool. Dude, are we going to start talking about Tails and Knuckles or Tails no, and no, Sonic no. again? No, no. But I'm, I'm just, I just had to mention it, you know? But Oh, come on, man. Anyways. uh continue- about orifices. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know, we got we to gotta throw FetLife in there every so often. Uh, but anyways, uh, with that, um, I, I did want to make sure that we had time uh, to dive into a 
a little bit of a, an exercise segment, uh, Hondro. If you, if you, uh, may, you know, say so yourself. Um, oh, I, yeah. So, and so, uh, Chris, Hondro, um, if mm-hmm. if you could make your own fanfic about uh, My Little Pony, right? And you had to turn yourself into a pony in this case. Uh, what would your name, your breed, and your cutie mark be? And for listeners, there are three types of breeds in the My Little Pony universe. Uh, the first being the Earth ponies. Is that right, Hondro? I'm trying to. And then. Uh, the... No, I think you're thinking of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> shoot! I was, I was about to say the Fire Pegasi, but like, oh my god, <laughs> completely, completely wrong. But I, I do know it's like Pegasus, Pegasi, whatever it is. Um, Hondro, you're gonna have to help me here. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, there was like to reach into I... my soul. Dude, you wait, wait, wait. I have it. I have it. There's there are earth ponies. There are oh, pegasi. Earth, oh, okay, okay. And there okay. are unicorns. Ah, unicorns, of course, yeah. of course. So yeah, um, so those are the three breeds: the the pegasi, earth ponies, and unicorns. Uh, and so yeah, uh, Hondro, Chris, uh, name, breed, cutie mark. What what, what would it be? Or mm. okay, yeah, I'll go first then. Um. My pony would be named Wiggle Diggle. Okay. Oh my god. And I am an earth pony. Okay. My cutie mark is an earthworm. And I represent uh sustainable agriculture. Wow. Okay. Um environmentalism and uh farming. Not factory Holy. farming, but community gardens in urban spaces Interesting. that is my pony wait what color though you know you have you're also you have to be like a representative color as well it's just so. dirt just straight <laughs> dirt i just yes. a brown a brown pony with a green grass mane wow wow that imagery I, it's beautiful yes, and i will i will always smell like fertilizer wow. oh come on man chris i mean <laughs> that's called just taking a shower you know once in a while okay chris you're gonna waste water Oh I mean, not if gosh. you're not if you're watering your mane, okay? If your mane is green grass, you gotta water it sometimes, dude. Okay, you know, just saying. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll allocate a little bit of water for my mane. Wonderful. I'm glad you are you are taking into account your, the health of your body, Chris. Very important. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Hondro. Uh, uh, thoughts? Yeah, I I was actually kind of. Um... I was a little bit shaken by Chris's description. That was a lot more wholesome than I expected. Um, well, he's definitely digging holes in the ground for sure. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think, okay, I think I have it. I think I have it. And so, so mine, my horse name is Shinene. <laughs> All right. And the uh the cutie mark on my on my haunches is gonna be like you know like how when people kind of like say like Mm-mm-mm, it's kind of like they have their wiggle their <laughs> finger oh, no, like their index dude. finger so it'll be like the index finger hand like that uh-huh. kind of but it's also like the motion from side to side so like those motion marks yeah yeah and essentially my i i stand for you know putting people in their place and kind of grounding people and and letting them know that you know they they're really only as good as the friendships that they make with others wow that's wow. that's amazing 
<laughs> okay, so, so what would your breed be then in this case? Are you Earth Pony? Are you uh, a unicorn? Okay, okay. so I think, I think I would be an Earth Pony as well. Really? And it's okay. just kind of like, you know, you, you got to ground yourself. And, you know, Sh- Shanene, her purpose, and I, yes, I, I'm a lady pony, a lady Earth Pony in this, in this show she you know she she's there to ground the people around her and so yes she would be completely brown probably okay. just like a nice just like a straight brown like a coffee brown a coffee brown okay. is this coffee brown is this like with Maybe. cream coffee brown or like is this just straight dark iced straight from the drip like straight from the black drip coffee. i think it's just straight black coffee just like a nice rich brown color and i think you know what we'll throw some we'll throw some we'll throw a splash of white over one of the eyes you know how like some animals they have like a spot they have like a like a black spot they're like a white dog so i'll be like a brown earth pony with like a white splash kind of cascading over my left eye so like a scar like a zuko scar from avatar like a zuko scar except it, it resembles like the um i guess like uh it's more of an intimidation tactic. Let's be real. It's kind of like the piercing. It kind of enhances my my jet blue. Jet blue doesn't really make sense. My my sharp blue eyes. My crisp blue irises. So. Okay, and and then the spelling of this name is so it's Shin Nene. So this would be Shin, like like the Shin on your. Shun. No, oh, no, no, like S H U H. Oh, dash. Sh- okay, okay. Nay, like N-E-I-N. oh, like. <laughs> Shanene. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Oh my god. Wait, what, what did you think I was going for? That was oh, the whole man. that was the whole shtick. I thought it was like whip and nene thing. I wasn't sure. No, 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 no. Mm. Shanene. For like the horse's nay. Okay, so how would you pronounce it in like pony language then? Shanene. No, like wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, like some? like you know, like <laughs> No, you go ahead and fucking say that, dude. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, well, you know, I'll, I'll take it, Hondra. This, this is wonderful. You're, you're definitely grounding us in this, uh, in this uh, creative exercise. Uh, and so I'll, I'll, I'll end with my, my like, I guess, self-inserted um, pony here. So I, I was thinking uh, the name would be Frank Ocean. Uh, okay. Just you know, I, I, I just thought it would be the most appropriate to. Kind of mix like a normal name plus you know how they do that with like rainbow dash and applejack they kind of just do like a normal thing yeah. plus uh representative object and i was thinking like frank ocean uh breed would be unicorn because frank ocean is a unicorn um and when i say unicorn i mean makes hell of a lot of money uh not unicorn as in the actual breed um and then the cutie mark would just be a face of chris brown um oh <laughs> whoa yeah <laughs> And that would be, and the color would be like the main would be like an ocean blue, and then the actual color of the body would probably be um, uh, matte black. So it just absorbs everything. It's like an abyss because you know Frank Ocean's voice is like an abyss, it takes you in. Beautiful. And then Beautiful. You, the man's got you pipes. There's no doubt about that. You never leave. Um, and that way, uh, you won't ever see the cutie mark because uh, nobody should ever stand Chris Brown because he's a, an abuser and a horrible person, uh, and that is why uh, that would be the cutie mark. So wow, that's a that's a that's a good take. That's a good take. Uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, 
Love you, Rihanna. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so that would be my um, my pony would be uh, Frank Ocean uh, unicorn, just matte black unicorn um, with a Chris Brown face as a cutie mark. There you go. That is, I think that's that's the best way to put it. What do you guys think? Sounds like a fucking Tesla Model 3, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm not even kidding you. That's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> when I was making this this pony, I was like, what is something I really enjoy? Ah, yes, a Tesla Model 3. Because, you know, I stand. Yeah, Chris Brown. We stand Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you know when Sentinel Mode goes on. Um, anyways, uh, awesome. Thank you so much, uh, the two of you, for participating in this exercise. Uh, you both get a pin of the tail on the donkey. Um awards for that so uh yeah i don't know where you're gonna put that but great uh for listeners uh we will have that in our merch shop uh i'm just kidding we won't uh but anyways let's dive into the best part of our podcast the rating time aren't you guys excited wow this is amazing we finally got to this point of the podcast Uh, i know it was a long journey uh, but hondro is going to take you there all the way um so hondro chris what would yeah. you give this Bronies community a weirdness rating? Yeah, I can, I can go first. I, I, I'm going to say Chris, Chris, I think, is going to have a better opinion than I am here. But uh, I would say I would say overall, probably like a nine out of ten. I think Applejack's pretty cute. I think uh, Fluttershy <laughs> is like pretty hot as well. Wait, what? We're doing like a hotness scale, right? Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Uh, can you can you switch tabs, Sandro? I sent you the wrong file. Shit. So, my yeah, mind, I'm, I, oh, forgive God. me. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 it's just text. Okay, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Weirdness, weirdness, not hotness. Right, right, um, right, right, right. Just give me a minute. I need to uh, switch gears here. Yeah. <sighs> okay, uh, yeah, I think this is really no weirder than furries, in my opinion. I think that if people will ground their identities in a completely fictional, anthropomorphic identity... I think that can't be, like, that has to be weirder than grounding yourself in the, I guess, the morals and choices of, like, a fictional character or fictional characters of this show. That's just, I mean, people do that all the time. That's oh, really yeah. no weird thing. Um, I think where the weirdness kind of happens is with the fucking brony stuff and the, you know, the fanfics and the hentai and all that shit. Wait, what? Do we do we ever mm-hmm. talk about hentai? I thought you mentioned that. Oh, I, I did, I did, some... I did. I yeah. forgot. Completely yeah. forgot. Deviant Arch. Yeah. yeah. By the way, listeners, that's what we were mentioning hentai, um, which we'll discuss in a, in a future episode. Yeah, I did not know horse bodies could contort in such a way. Oh, Thank geez. you for sharing me those illicit images, Jarrell. Uh, you're welcome. I think, <laughs> I think overall, this wouldn't get more than like a five for me. To be honest, I don't think this is all that weird. Um, but it's also weirder than like, you know, Ravelry. Okay. I think this falls into maybe like a, like a three. A three. It's like a three for me. I mean, you're just like, you're, you're, you're a big fan of a, of a cartoon. I feel like there's so many people who do that. I fucking do that. And really the, the weirdest part is taking it that step further with like the fursuits and all that shit. But like. Eh, I don't know. There was weirder shit on the internet for sure. 
Interesting. Wow, you're you're getting very desensitized, Tondro. I think this. Uh, I know, right? This because uh, uh, this is in contrast to, by the way, the nine you give furries, the eight and a half you gave Wall Street bets, the four you gave K-pop stands, <laughs> the eight you've given the Disneyland super fans, and you're telling Damn. me bronies are three. Bronies are a three, dude. When when bronies start putting like. I don't know, Applejack fan cams, then maybe I'll bump it up to like four or five. <laughs> okay, but until okay. that happens, uh, that, that is a solid I'm sticking point. with my guns here. I really think this is just like a, it's like a meh for me. Wow. I'm, I'm really Maybe I haven't dig enough, like I haven't digging enough um, into it, but I don't know. That's just my impression. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you for your insights, Hondro. And Chris, what would you give this weird internet rating score? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Rarity is a ten. You know, she's kind of mean. Uh, Chris, um, Chris, like Chris, she, Chris, 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 Chris. She could like stop. spit on me and call me names. And... Oh, I, oh, sorry. Wrong tab. Wrong tab. Sorry. I really, I really have to work on sending you guys the right links wrong before tab, this podcast. Wrong tab. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I about the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. The radio, yeah, the yeah. Radio. Sorry, not our, not, not, no. This isn't our debrief yeah. session yet, Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, if I had to give this community a score, it would probably be an eight. Honestly, like I'm gonna straight up give it an eight. Um, I, I get Andro's point that, um, you know, like hell, like hella people stand TV shows. It's not that special. Um. But, you know, making your personality be, you know, like The Office versus like idolizing a children's TV show and dressing up <laughs> in, fur, not furry, sorry, uh, pony costumes. I think there's a little bit of a difference there. And I, I see the videos of what goes down at these, you know, My Little Pony conventions. And I would want to give it a 10. But you know, I, I realize that not everybody in the community is like that. And so that's why I'm giving it an eight because I think it's like pretty out there. Um, kind of disappointed mm. that it's like less of a thing now, but who knows? The 2021 Generation Five remake might, you know, lead to a resurgence in, of Bronyism. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for context, listeners, uh, the fandom officially died in 2019 with the end of the show. Uh, so it was a it was a nine year fandom with a strong start. Uh, if you want to find out more news about the Brony community, you can visit equestriandaily.com. That is equestriandaily.com. Um, Wait, actually? Uh, yeah, without the N. I, I, sorry, Equestria Daily. Yeah, Whoops, fans of fans uh, of horse shows yeah. will be thoroughly confused. Yeah. If you go to Equestrian Daily, you'll end up with horse girls. Uh, but if you remove the N from uh, Equestrian and it's Equestria Daily, you'll end up with My Little Pony. Very, very common mistake. Um but thank you so much, Chris, for your insight. I think there's a lot to be said when you actually go to these conventions, you watch the videos of the actual attendees. Um, and so uh, the IRL interactions can kind of make, make things a little bit weirder. Uh, and I think, Hondro, your exposure to that. Um, yeah. Lack thereof. Yeah, yeah I'm interested thereof. actually to see some videos because, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm pretty like I'm not very set in this rating. It's just kind of like my my impression, but yeah, which dude, is holy. Now important. I'm kind of in, I'm envisioning like the rainbow. Da was it Rainbow Dash or was it a Pinkie Pie? Like literally a hundred Pinkie Pies just like talking to each other. That actually that sounds pretty fucking weird. It's Scary. okay. It's okay. You know, when when the 2000, you know, when when the generation 5 comes out and brony conventions become a thing and a new generation of bronies uh, appears, uh, we can all go and do a weird internet uh, you know, IRL uh, stream and we can go and 
participate in these communities. Um, Dude, live action My Little Pony. Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, we should audition, boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, my internet rating score for this would be actually, um, I would, you know, I'd actually give it like a, a five. Yeah, that's right. A five. It's hmm. less weird, than, in my opinion, than Fat Life, I think. Um, but definitely weirder than things like the Popaholics, like Ravelry, even a little bit weirder than Elon Musk stands and whatnot. Um, and that's because I think the main crux of it was the intention of the show was for little girls. And it was written and done everything in order to really hit that target demographic. And the fact that it attracted a different, a completely different audience um, for variously different reasons uh, goes to show not only, like you were saying, Hondro, uh, the state of the current uh, consumption patterns of... <laughs> I guess of current society, but also like I don't know, like there there, there is something there's something interesting uh, to to say about uh, these weird little I guess not really gender roles, but I guess gender roles you can you can say um, kind of put into the content we consume, and that was actually something that a lot of them mentioned, like hey, you know they're actually breaking boundaries by liking little girls TV shows, you know, so yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really uh, anyways, um, you know, I say that I say that um, completely ironically, uh, but anyways, <laughs> this gives us an internet rating of drumroll, please, gents. Wonderful, wonderful. We get a five and one third. Five point three 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 three. Mm, I think that's the first time we've gotten a point three three. Yes, that is. That means something was split here. Um, actually, no. Furries was an eight point three 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 three. Ah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Wow. So they have something in common, which is they share the thirds, um, as do many things. But anyways, yeah, that puts that actually puts bronies, um, closer to the middle of the pack. Actually, so we're you know, or what do they call a group of ponies or horses? Is it what, what do you call those? Mm, I think that's a stable. That's a stable <laughs> in the middle of the stable. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So, which makes sense. I mean, given the contrasting experience that Chris had, uh, my more neutral experience, as well as Hondro's kind of least exposure, it does kind of a lot the different sides of this community and it, it makes sense definitely a, a, a definite average uh one one might add but uh yeah anyways with that uh, are you guys in agreement with the score too high too low um and then with that uh, i'd love to get your one-liner final thoughts on this episode Hold yeah you, Chris. Uh, uh yeah sure I, I can go yeah no i think you know i think we had a pretty wide band of scores but yeah, I, 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 I can agree with where it landed. Um, final thoughts. Um, you know, if you're a brony, I think I might have been a little too harsh in this episode. So I want to um, <laughs> walk back some of the spicy takes that I have said. And I will say that I genuinely think that this community is very positive. It is very supportive. And I am very happy that so many people call this community their home. Uh, at a personal level, I still think it's a little weird, but my opinions don't matter at all. 
my opinions are fucking useless. And so you keep doing you. You live your life the way you want to, as outlined by the lessons in this television show. Um, I've watched probably like entire seasons of this uh, show because uh, I was kind of dragged into it. I didn't really see the appeal in it, but if this means a lot to you, then all the more power to you. You keep doing you. Um, and yeah, that's that's my message. Well, that's a very long-winded one sentence, but I appreciate it, Chris. Think yeah, it was a run-on. It was a run-on. Yeah, super long run-on. Uh, and Hondro, <laughs> what do you think about the rating and final thoughts? Yeah, so I think the rating, I mean, I think it would be kind of interesting to do like a revisited at some point. Maybe like, a, maybe we can kind of focus in on certain aspects of the community. Like uh, Chris mentioned that the conventions are like a whole nother thing. And we didn't really talk about the conventions um, or like look at them during our research too much. So that would be interesting. And I think that might impact the rating as well. Um, but I think right now it stands at a reasonable place. Um and for my final thoughts, I think I'll, I'll take a, I'll, I'll try to balance out Chris here. So Chris was trying to, you know, you know, provide some, some nice comments. He was a bit harsh during the episode. I think I was a little too easy. So I'm going to say, you know, maybe grow the fuck up a little bit. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a fully functioning adult and you have a job and you're contributing to society in whatever way that is, and you enjoy my little pony, you know what? That's cool. That's cool. Go out in your fursuit and do what you want. But if you're one of those fucking parasites living off of other people's hard-earned money and, and work and you're just going to these fucking conferences and you're just chilling in the basement and you're fucking arguing with people online about uh, whether or not the, the hue of Pinkie Pie is actually magenta or chartreuse, I need you, I need you to fucking sl- splash some cold-ass water on your face and take a good hard look at yourself and maybe go for a shave because it's been a few months all right and i know maybe 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 go to the gym maybe maybe you know get some better clothes and you know try to try to do something that will benefit somebody other than yourself in some way that being said i think um yeah overall i i really appreciate the the show itself for welcoming me in as shenene to kind of you know bring in the message that you know friendships are very important and you shouldn't be getting relationships with you know people who don't provide value to your life Oof. wonderful that was uh, a lot to take in i think even for myself as a person who isn't part of this community uh, i will need to process my life choices uh beginning now um <laughs> anyways uh yeah, my final thoughts, since I already gave my evaluation on the rating, uh, it being sensible, um, is as long as you're not spending as much money on the fursuits as furries are, you're good to go. Just saying. That's like 3 or 4K, all right? That's, that's, that's not oh, chump change. Oh, shit. Dude. Well, dude, how else are you going to get like the fine? Well, because you know they use actual animal fur on the suits, right? uh that is too much information that i didn't Otter hair know. is expensive bro oh my goodness that is that is very yeah <laughs> that's at least a million dollars right there um but anyways uh great stuff guys thank you hondro chris for your final thoughts takes and a wholly wholesome episode this time around um with that let us dive into the outro and that was the Bronies episode of the Weird Internet 
podcast. Thank you all listeners so much for tuning into this very wonderful episode about this lovely and sometimes magical community. If we missed an aspect of bronies slash my little pony you wish we included please let us know dm us on instagram facebook and podbean with any thoughts questions and suggestions and also visit us at our website polyecon.com hopefully by the time this episode goes out that website is back fully running and at 100 percent capacity so you can enjoy all of the wonderful episodes and different types of content we have hosted there with that being said we have a wonderful episode next week it's a very very important community i think that has touched generations millions of people and has even saved families i think um you know the you know the, the foster system in the united states is just there's just it's such a mess guys <laughs> and you know there's so many people out there that have step siblings step moms step dads <laughs> and you know this this part but this site itself, you know, it just, it, you just can't compare. It just can't compare to anything else out there, you know? And there's a, there's a lot to be said when you get stuck, you know, under a sink. Uh, there's a lot to be said when you get stuck inside your laundry machine. Um, and, you know, Hondro, uh, could you, could you kind of, could you kind of tell, like, what, could you give me an example um, of this, of these, of these types of situations? Yeah, so let's say like, um, okay, just just bear with me here. There's going to be a little bit of a, you're going to need to extend, you're going to need to have some suspension of disbelief here, all right? But just imagine, right, uh, you have, you know, some guy, and he's just changing his clothes, he's changing his clothes, and he all of a sudden, like, he's taking his shirt off, he just took his pants off, he's in his undies, you know, who, who hasn't been in their undies? And he falls, and he trips, not onto his bed, not under his bed, but between the box spring and the mattress, okay? The man's stuck, and he, you know, he's kind of a small guy, so he can't really move. So he's like, stepsister, stepsister, I'm stuck. She walks in, of course, like, banging hot. And she's like, oh, shit, what do we have here? Stepbrother, who I definitely haven't had wet dreams about, is stuck in between the mattress and the box spring. What do I do? Naturally, of course, you wouldn't help your stepbrother by, you know, getting him out in between the two. You, you pull those, you pull those tidy whities down. And now I'm not saying that I've watched this video, but you might be surprised by how many people have and at what times and at what dates. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about those types of insights that Pornhub gives us. Yes. So next episode. Thank you, Hondro, for that lovely uh, uh, descriptions um, of many things that people enjoy, uh, especially here in the United States. Uh, as yeah, we it was will on my other tab. <laughs> as we <It's> third. <laughs> incognito mode. Um, as we will find out in next week ep- next week's episode on Pornhub Insights. Yes, that's right. They have a fully functional data dashboard that we will be diving into next week. So tune in then. Thank you so much, listeners, for following along with us. And we will see you in the next one. Take care. Peace. Peace out.